what is it you've always known should be possible that you've never been able to find? Welcome to the Access Consciousness Radio Show, where we give you the tools to change anything you cannot change and create everything you desire in a different and easier way. Now here are your hosts, founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here. Hello, everyone. Gary and Dane aren't here. Well, Dane's still here, but he's not present. And I'm Andrew Gardella, and I'm joined by another guest this week. Say hi, Adriana. Hello. I am Adriana Popescu. There you go. You're here. I am. And wait, I always do this. You know, I like I had the name of the show in my in my head, you know, so today we are on the topic of whether we stay on that topic or not is a different story. But we're starting with the topic of who are you, who are you sticking to that is sticking you? <laughs> it's a good one. I, I know. I'm excited for it. But um, before we get into it, um, why don't you uh, introduce yourself? Tell, tell us a little bit about you. you. Sure. I am a licensed clinical psychologist and life coach based out of San Francisco, California. I've been in the mental health field for about 25 years and um, have had specialties in treating addiction, trauma, all kinds of stuff. Um, I also work at a, I'm a clinical director at a rehab clinic and I work in private practice. Um, I specialize in energy psychology and found access about seven years ago, um, became a certified facilitator, have been teaching classes and using it with pretty much all my clients. And I just love, uh, I love how easy it is. I love the tools and how powerful they are. And my clients have really created like miracles in their lives. My life is totally different than it was. So I'm super grateful to have these tools and to be talking with you today and hopefully, you know, help access just keep growing and getting the tools into the hands of more people. Yeah, that's so. I have. I have a, I'm just curious. So, do you have like a? How did you? How did you find out access or hear about access? I'm always interested in how people, you know, that have been doing it for a while or that become CFs. They most uh, quite a bit have interesting. Well, all the stories are kind of interesting, regardless, or they're weak, weird in some way. Yeah. So, well, I don't know how weird mine is. I mean, I just found. I mean, I'm always. I'm a student of life and you know, tools. And I had always been open to learning new things. And so I guess I think I first heard Dane on one of those, um, like telesummits, you know, where they interview, kind of like this show where they interview someone and they talk about their tools. And I heard about access in the clearing statement. I started using it and I'm like, oh, this is interesting. You know, this is, seems to be creating some things. And then uh, Gary and Dane were actually here in San Francisco for two, three, and Dane did an ESB intro night. And I went, and having been a body worker before, I watched what he was doing with bodies on the table and was kind of blown away and said, I need to know more about this. And so signed up for my first five-day, like, you know, the next day after that. So That's awesome. Yeah. That's how I found out about access, too. I heard Dana at a seminar. Yeah. Um, So that's cool. Um, Yeah, so with that, um, well, so, so we have this interesting topic and you kind of wanted to talk about this cause I mean, obviously you work with a lot of people in mental health and everything. Um, but so how do you see, you know, when we talk about what are you, st- or who are you sticking with that's sticking you? So 
so what is it from, from your point of view that that really sticks us with other people or where how we get stuck to people yeah well i mean i think there's a lot of levels to it sure you know i mean one mm-hmm. is what what's the meaning and significance you give to this person you know and how much power do you give them um, if I walk down the street and somebody says to me, Hey, you're ugly. Like, I don't really care, you know, crazy person talking to me on the street. But if somebody I care about says something like that to me, then I might care more because th- that person has more meaning or significance to me. So that's one way you just set it up right there is who have you decided has uh, significance in your life and do you actually value their point of view, their opinions, their judgments more than your own. And that's when we put people up on pedestals, right? Yeah. And we'll, and we'll do that from the time we're kids, obviously. I mean, we do that with our parents, with authority figures, the teachers, the priests, the whoever, you know, or the authority figures in our world. We tend to put them on a pedestal and make everything they say real and true, sometimes at the expense of our own knowing. Like... For instance, you know, I deal with a lot of people who've had trauma and abuse. Like, if your parent is telling you, well, I'm only hitting you because I love you, you know, that's like a very (laughs) confusing message for a kid. And you might think, you know, well, then I must be bad and wrong because my parent is hitting me and they're telling me they're doing it because they love me. You know, like, it's very, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's one way that you can get stuck on, you know, a person because you've given them this power over you, right? And then the other thing that I see a lot is um, people who can't seem to get out of relationships, particularly like really unhealthy, even abusive relationships. I would come across this a lot working with my trauma clients and, you know, they would just say, well, yeah, I know he treats me like crap, but I can't seem to get away from him, you know? And when I started looking at that with them, I would find connections they had with these people from other lifetimes. And that oftentimes, you know, they had made oaths or vows or commitments in those lifetimes to that person saying things like, you know, I'll never leave you or I'll always love you or the flip side of it. Like, I hate you and I'm going to get revenge on you. Like, those are the kinds of energy uh, bonds that you make with someone that can carry over lifetime to lifetime and like really stick you in terms of like, well, when you find that person again in this lifetime, it's either like love at first sight or hate at first sight. And you can't, you have no idea why that may be, but it's usually this unresolved stuff from other lifetimes that's still sticking you today. And so using the access tools um, has been really helpful and help in that regard to get people free of those people they have those bonds with. Yeah. Wow. So now, now that you brought up all that energy, how do you go about clearing it with those people? Yeah. And, and I'm happy to do that with, you know, live callers too, but generally. Okay. Well, well, let's see what our callers are and then we'll see because sometimes they're on topic. So Corinne from, I don't know where you're from Corinne, but you're on the show. Hi, I am from Saskatchewan, Canada. Hi, Karen. Hi. So what's up? What's your what's your question? Well, my question is about bell jars. I've okay. I've uh, read about them and I have worked with them. Um, but what I'm wondering about 
is the, like the, the specifications or the rules about using Zaldas or if there is any rules. Well, I don't, I don't think we have any rules in access about anything. So, um, other than, you know, don't be violent towards each other. So I don't yeah. think that, um, uh, there is a rule around bell jars. My, my, my interesting point of view about the bell jar, this is when you like imagine you're literally putting a jar over someone to sort of keep their energy, you know, separate from you. My opinion about that is that you can use that temporarily, you know, to maybe stop something who or someone who's getting to you. But I'd be looking deeper than that. Like, what is it again? Like, what is the meaning and significance this person has? And and how is it that they have all this power over you? I would I would okay. look at the point of view creating that and see if you could change that. Okay, and what if it seems like a situation that you that you can't change? Um, hmm. Well, can you give us more? Would you like to give us a little more information? Maybe we well, can help okay. you. Is it? Is it? I guess is it appropriate to use it um, for other people? Like, I mean, okay, so for my kids. Am I able, is it appropriate to use it? Is it, uh, I mean, uh, is it superior? If they're being highly, uh, if they're being highly judgmental monsters, then go for it. Well, I don't mean for them. I necessarily mean to protect them from something. Well, Uh. that's, but see there, um, you know, are you actually empowering your kids to make their own choices and handle their own situations? Well, when you choose that. that. That's where I'm stuck. As a parent, what are you, uh, you know, I'd love to give, say, my five-year-old their own choices. Um, mm-hmm. It's really an interesting. <laughs> well, what if what you give your five. Is the... Sorry, go ahead. Um, no, go ahead. What I was questioning is, yeah, is the use of bell jars is there any level of what is appropriate or not and um well so what what is appropriate mean to you yeah um well i i am all about empowering people you know letting them make their own choices i never really hear any talk of people um the value or the the connection between the parents and the child as far as whether, I mean, the minute they're born, we do have this feeling or this belief system that we should protect them and um, where that fits in with access consciousness since we're all about empowering people, human, empowering human beings no matter what age they are. Right. So, and, and so we have that tool of would an infinite being choose this or require this. So, you know, your, your child, regardless of whether they're just a one-year-old or something, is they're, they're still an infinite being. So would an infinite being require protection? Right. And, so, and what if you actually gave the bell jar tool to your child and said, hey, if that kid at school is bothering you, imagine putting, you know, explain what a bell jar is. Imagine putting him in his own little bubble where he can't get to you. Okay, okay. Give him the tool and let him use it. That's pretty right. simple. I think a five-year-old could handle that. Right. Yeah, for sure. I know that 
I mean, I've always been about the white bubble or the pink bubble, and I do find the bell jar is a lot more effective when it when I do it. So, okay, yeah, I could do that. And you could also empower your kid, you know, with the interesting point of view, you know, perspective on it. Like, well, mm. so that kid is trying to make you feel bad. You don't have to make that real and true. You know, it's just that kid. He, interesting point of view. He's doing that. You don't have to let it get to you. Like teaching your child how not to put other people on a pedestal above him. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. It gives me something to to think about. Yeah. Cool. Okay. All right. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. And uh, I don't know. Do you have anything to say? We have another caller. What would you like to do? Um, I think we can take another caller. I think that was okay. uh, that was pretty good for Corinne. Let's see. We have a K on the on the phone. Yep. Oh, oh. K dropped. K disappeared. Um, no K. No K. It's not. Oh wait, okay. we have Kim on hold now. Oh, now we, we have Kim. Okay, so, let's go, so Kim. Let's go to Kim. Yeah. Hi. Hi, Adriana. Hello. I'm Hello. Very excited to talk to you. Um, <laughs> and welcome to the show. So nice to have you on. I'm so excited. <laughs> What's um, going on? Well, I mainly just was trying to think of a way, uh, a topic that I could talk about because I knew you were going to be on the show. Um, and hi, Andrew. Um, and I was thinking about, okay, who is sticking me? And I would say that, you know, even though I've done some work trying to sort of navigate my new boss, but he does still stick me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting because I started using um, Dane's new tool that he um, just talked about, which was the uh, Don't Ask Why, Pock and Pod the Lie. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing that, but I still find myself just either making like stupid mistakes when he's nearby or having like crazy heart palpitations. So what are you aware of with those heart, let's say the heart palpitations, go with that. When you're having that, what, what is that your body is telling you with that? Um, my, first, my first response is run away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but if so, I really look at it, ahead. um, I think, uh, he has just some very weird energy at times. Yeah. Yeah. So are you aware of what's going on in his universe? Yes. Okay. And are you misidentifying that as being in your universe or being yours? What do you mean? Who does it belong to? Yeah. We're back at that. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So anywhere you've misidentified and misapplied his energy as being yours, and then now you're making up a story about all that, will you destroy and uncreate that? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Oh, I have a pod pocker. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I mean, so I just came off. Of, oh no, go ahead, go ahead. What? Well, I was the other question I was going to ask is is what does your boss mean to you? What does he mean to me? Mm-hmm. It's funny that you ask that. He is sort of a lot of things. I've known him for a really long time. 
Um, he's an architect, and um, I was a marketing director at an architecture firm when I met him, and he was very young in his career. So I coached him on how to do business development. And then I was his consultant, and now I'm his employee. And every time that shifts, the energy shifts. It's like stepping into a role that's different. And I find this one particularly confining. Yeah. Um, but also, he feels a little bit like he could be a brother or something. Mm-hmm. Like, he has that brotherly energy to me. Yeah. I guess so, sorry, go ahead. Oh, that's it. Oh, okay. So, uh, so Kim, have you destroyed and uncreated your relationship with him? All the time. Okay. So, so what part of the relationship haven't you destroyed? Right. <laughs> I guess, I mean, the first answer I have is the part of him where I really want him to like me. Mm, okay. So all of that is, all your projections, expectations, separations, judgments, and rejections that you have around that, and of him and of you, will you destroy and uncreate it? Yeah. For right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And let me ask you another question, Kim. Do you have, so light or heavy, do you have any oaths, vows, or commitments with him from some other lifetime? Yes. Have, I mean, okay. yes. Cool. Like, so all those oaths, but it is light. I don't know if that makes any sense. Well, let's let's do the clearing anyways and see what happens. So all the oaths, vows, commitments, contracts, fealties, commealties, binding and bonding agreements of any kind you have with him from any lifetime, will you now revoke, rescind, recant, renounce, denounce, reclaim, destroy, and uncreate them all? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds. Okay, so hmm. now, yeah, go ahead. It, it was, and you know why it's so heavy? Because there's so much stuck energy with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but speaking of that, um, we have to go to a break, Kim. So you can hang on the line, and when we come back, we can talk more about how much you want your boss to like you or not like you or whatever else. <laughs> okay. Okay, so we'll be back, everyone out there listening, in a few short minutes on the Access Consciousness Radio Show. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Here's what I love about the pearls of possibility. They come to my email inbox, just pow, there they are. I'm laying in my bed, I'm taking a nap, pow, pearls of possibility. Two, they're all the latest and greatest clearings that Gary and Dane are creating on the Voice America calls just delivered to me. So my lazy ass doesn't actually have to listen to the freaking call every week. I can just get the clearings. Hello? And three, it's $10 a month. You don't have to pay $50,000 to fly to Africa and, you know, be first class and be fancy all day and go to a class. No, you could lay naked in your kitchen if you want and listen to these things. They just show up. It's $10 a month. Why are you not doing that? So, if you want to be a lazy ass like me, sign up for the Pearls of Possibilities at www.com. You guessed it, pearlsofpossibilities.com. That's www.pearlsofpossibilities.com. How does it get better than that? 
Have you ever stayed at a place that alters your reality and you become more as a result of it? Have you ever been to a land so joyful that your whole body lit up? We have a very special invitation for you. The chance to pre-purchase a night or three at two of the most unique places on the planet, Castello di Castel Borgone in Italy and Proa, the resort in Costa Rica. A purchase that will create a different future for you and a different future for the planet. To learn more, just go to projectpossibilities.com and reserve a future night for you at the lowest rate to ever be offered. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to the Access Consciousness Show. To join in on today's discussion, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now back to the show. Hello, everyone. We are back and you're still stuck with us. <laughs> and uh, Kim, are you still there? I am. The, uh, the commercial just sort of died in the middle and there was a little bit of dead air there. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, then. I guess, I guess everything's getting stuck today. <laughs> or maybe everything's getting unstuck. Oh. And you know it was not it wasn't a, an access commercial, so maybe you know nobody really needed to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> so so Kim, let's come back to your stuckness to your boss. So um, what tap into it now? Look look at the situation, t- and tell us what comes up for you now when you look at it. Well, I think the bit that's remaining is just this sort of feeling like I am constantly either sort of being, this isn't actually true as far as I know, but like being watched or judged in some ways, like he treats his employees, like he picks them for a certain reason, but then he wants them to actually function exactly from his point of view and the way that he would do something. So okay. every time I veer from that, I feel guilty or bad. Well, okay. First off, everywhere you're, you're judging you for that and having any sort of distractor implants of guilt or fear or doubt or any of that, will you destroy and uncreate it? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And listen, what about that is true? And what is that, your awareness and what part of it is a judgment? Good question. Some of it is definitely my awareness, and some of it is me judging it because that's what I think is happening. So then I add my own judgment on top of it, just like Correct. a little layer of cream. Right. right. So is he actually watching you, like many bosses do? I mean, sort of. Not totally, yeah. but sort of. Okay. So what's the point of view you have or the judgment you have in reaction to that? That there's something wrong with me. Yeah. <laughs> Everything that is, will you destroy and uncreate it? Yeah. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, poison, and the ounce. Or interesting point of view, you have that point of view. Right? Right. Because it's only meaningful. So, so what if he's watching you, right? It's only meaningful and significant if you make it so. Right. 
And he may very well want you to do things exactly the way he wants them. And you could ask a question about around that. Like, okay, what do I need to say or do for this guy to make him happy or get him off my back or whatever? Right. Well, there, there's one person in our office who I think she sort of like just effortlessly, effortlessly manipulates. And um, mm-hmm. she's very even and deadpan. She never gets riled or she never tries to like step and fetch or be small or be obsequious or be big or be aggressive. She doesn't do any of those things. But she'll just like very calmly, if he gets upset about something, she'll be like, can't read your mind, Rob. And that's all she says. <laughs> She's like, it doesn't. It's like there's no, it's totally neutral. And he loves working with her better than anyone else in the office. Hmm. So I wonder what you could duplicate from how she's handling him. Right. Okay. How is all this seeming to you now? Pretty okay. So what if you took the interesting point of view piece, you know, from our conversation, and then the next time you notice... You know, he, you get the sense he's watching you or you get the sense he wants you to do it a certain way. What if you went to interesting point of view? Like, interesting point of view, he has that point of view. Interesting point of view, I'm having some sort of judgment or reaction to it. Right. I wonder what that might create. Although my heart is starting to race just talking. <laughs> my body's like, ah. you know, it's weird. Well, what is that? Some sort of resistance, or maybe my body is just sort of used to. It's like a Pavlovian thing, like talking about work or talking about Rob makes my heart race. Maybe it's something from another lifetime. I don't know. Maybe he was. Well, who does it belong to? Pursuing me throughout the throughout the years. I don't know. (laughs) Possibly. But um, why don't you just try with your light and heavy just to ask who does it belong to? Is that even yours? Oh, yeah, no, it's not. Ah, why don't you send it back then? <laughs> See what happens. Okay. See, I find, and Andrew, you probably have found this too, I find that the minute I think about someone, the minute the idea of them even enters into my consciousness, I immediately become aware of, of their energy like almost like turning on a radio and tuning into like the Rob station in the case of your boss. Right. Right. So what if that's how aware you actually are? And the minute you think about him or notice him, you're going to become aware of everything going on with him. Right. So how much more allowance would you have to have? to be able to just, you know, to have your allowance catch up to that awareness? Like what energy, space, and consciousness can you be to be aware of everything and at the effect of nothing? Everything that doesn't allow that, will you destroy and uncreate it? Yeah. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds. I mean, there's just definitely some stuff that's locked in place there, like, uh, I have to have a lot more allowance, a lot, <laughs> lot more, like oceans mm-hmm. more. Yeah. Um, it seems strange to me, though. It's like 
in, in the scheme of things, this is a tiny, petty little problem. Like, would an infinite being really choose this? This is the stuff that's hard for me to kind of really get my brain around. Like, this attachment to this person in the greater scheme of things really doesn't matter at all. But mm-hmm. why is it so agitating? Well, I think we come back to what is the meaning and significance you've given it. Right. Right? And what everything that is, would just, will you just destroy and uncreate it? Yes. Right, wrong. Right, wrong. Oh, sorry. (laughs) All nine shorts, boys and beyonds. (laughs) Okay. It's a choice. That's why I was giving you interesting point of view, because, you know, it's a choice for you to, when you notice the weirdness or whatever it is, it's a choice to either make it significant and try to do something with it or just, eh, interesting point of view. Lots of weird energy here. Okay. How much allowance can I have for it? Do I actually need to do something with it? Because I think that's where we stick ourselves a lot is we are so insanely aware and we have this point of view that because I'm aware of something, I need to do something with it. Right. Maybe you don't. And I'm also like the well-trodden road to be, you know, someone who's, persecuted at work it's like sort of like the universal healer thing almost i think i think i'm a universal healer for people at work you know because it's like i feel like every single little bump in the road feels so amplified and it's not that way in other areas of my life it's just so strange it feels like you know everyone in the world has had this experience at one point or another and it's, I'm so used to it that that's where my, my brain goes. My brain goes to the, oh, he's watching me. I'm maybe not doing enough. Did I take a 45-minute lunch or did I take a 55-minute lunch? And, you know, I, why should I worry about that anyway? Because I'm salaried. And does that mean this? And does it mean that? And like, it's just, it's like constant chatter. Well, is any of that yours? No. It's like <laughs> channeling it from, like, every office in Emeryville or more. That's how aware you probably are, isn't it? You can pick up what's going on in every office for miles and miles around. How does it get any better than that? So how much bigger would you have to expand your zone, expand your space to have allowance for all of that? Right. Or how could I take advantage of it? Even better. How could you use it to your advantage? I don't know. How could I get these people to tune into me and want to come work with us or something. I don't know. It's just, there's got to be a way to do this differently. Well, that's when you would ask what else is possible here. What else is possible here? I haven't even considered before, but you're first going to need to catch yourself when you're buying into that. All that awareness is being yours. That's the first step, right? So the more you can practice, wait a minute, you know, the minute you pick up on the weirdness or whatever it is, what is this? What do I do with it? Can I change it? And if so, how do I change it? That's one route you could go down. Another route you could go down is, well, who does this belong to? Is this even mine? And is it relevant? This was Gary did a great facilitation with me years ago around this, you know, where he showed me like the minute you, um, you really have to look at your language because the minute that you become aware of an energy and you say, oh, I'm having this, like I'm, 
anxious or I feel anxious or whatever it is, the minute you say that, you've bought it as yours and you've locked it into your body. And it's going to be harder to get rid of that way than if you had just stopped and said, okay, wait a minute, I'm perceiving something. What am I aware of? What am I sensing? Is this even mine? And if it's not mine, send it back. Or is it relevant? Do I actually even need to do anything with what I'm aware of here? And if it's a yes, you ask more questions. If it's a no, again, send it back. Okay. But that's where we're sticking ourselves with our awareness in terms of giving it some sort of meaning and significance and thinking we need to do something about it. Is that making sense to you? Totally. Totally. Cool. How does it all seem to you now? Uh, pretty calm. The other thing I would suggest to you is to maybe give up the job of uh, healing everyone at the office. Would you like to do that? Yes. All right. So all your oath vows, commitments, contracts, fealties, commealties, binding and bonding agreements of any kind, you have to that job for all eternity. Will you now revoke, rescind, recant, renounce, denounce, reclaim, destroy, and uncreate at all times a godzillion? Yeah. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. I love that clearing. Uh, that's one of the clearings I use the most in helping people get unstuck energetically from um, jobs, from people, from ideas, all kinds of um, things we committed to in other times and places. I find it really helpful. Yeah, that's super cool. Thank you. Well, thank you for calling and being willing to uh, talk with us about this issue. Awesome. You guys have fun on the rest of the call. Thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Bye. Okay. Okay. Yeah, what else you got? (laughs) What else? What else? Well, Andrew, let me ask you. What have you found to be particularly um, sticky or challenging in letting go of? Uh. I don't, well, I'm bad at like, I, well, one of the things I think it, like you were talking about with the, who does it belong to? It's because people stick in my head or something. And it's, it's when you realize you're like, oh, well, wait, is this actually mine? Then you, and you're like, oh, it's not mine. It's theirs. They're like thinking about me or this is their point of view. And you're just aware of it. That yeah. helps so much tremendously. Um, and I think a lot of it, it that I've noticed is one of the tools that has helped me the most is anytime someone is sticking me or something is sticking me, I just ask, what's the lie here? Because mm. there's, you know, when we have, um, the, what, what we talk about with access is the only, the only thing, the only ways you can get stuck with something is if there's a lie there. Um, right. Right. Yeah. And because it, and it's going to have that weird energy, you know, mm-hmm. like Kim was Kim was kind of alluding to that a little bit, but just a strange kind of energy and you kind of get literally stuck on it, like because your mind can't make sense of it. Right. It's trying to, like, figure it out. Like, what is this? I don't understand this. And um, a lot of times when that weird energy is present and you can't seem to shake it, um, a good question to ask is, is exactly what you said. You know, what's what's true here and what's the lie? You know, is there a lie that's present? And then if so, you know, do I need to know what it is? You need to ask more questions or can you just pock and pot it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other thing you said 
too, that I think is so important is when other people are thinking about you, like when other people are turning their radio on and thinking about like you, Andrew, you're going to pick up on that. And um, because we do have this telepathic connection with people, no matter where they are, you know, in the world. And so what if you're just aware that the other person is thinking about you? And you could just ask, oh, are they thinking about me right now? Okay, cool. Do I need to do anything with that? You know, you could just like be, again, be an allowance of it. Yeah, exactly. And I think just the acknowledgement of it, because like you're, you know, when we're talking about, you know, getting stuck, if, if you just go, oh, I'm thinking about them, but then you're actually telling yourself a lie mm-hmm. and you're just kind of perpetrating, you know, that upon yourself and and we do this so much so and then it's no wonder we're like I don't know which way is which I'm all tangled right. up in this right well um, also because you're going into your mind that's that's mm-hmm. the biggest I mean it's so ironic me being a psychologist because you know I've spent my entire life trying to understand the mind trying to understand people's behavior and why they do the things that they do only to realize that when people are functioning from thoughts and feelings, nothing that they're doing really makes a whole lot of sense. And you, your mind can't figure it out because it doesn't. people don't function by logic and reason, right? So if you can get yourself out of thinking, feeling, and emoting and get instead into more of that infinite space, you as an infinite being who functions from perceiving, knowing, being, and receiving, a lot of times just that expansion out of energy, you know, in that space helps you to get unstuck from like the, I'd say like a hamster wheel, what you're talking about, you know, where you're running on mm-hmm. the hamster wheel and getting, getting nowhere. At least you're getting a good workout in, you know? Yeah. Right. You're, you're, you're exhausting yourself <laughs> running on your little wheel. <laughs> <laughs> How does it get any better than that? Well, okay, you want to so, go ahead and take a break? I think it's time yep, for another break, right? We are at break time. So we'll be back on the Access Conscious Show after these commercial announcements. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a Bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? When you're pondering the big questions like, is there more than this? How can I have a happy relationship? What would it take to like my body? And how do I make more money? Where do you go for information and tools? Check out the online store at accessconsciousness.com. Accessconsciousness.com has books, DVDs, instant video, and audio downloads 
online classes, and so much more. Subjects include abuse, changing your body, recovery, raising children, business techniques, tools to generate more money, how to have better sex and healthier relationships, just to name a few. At accessconsciousness.com, you can also find facilitators who teach local classes on a variety of subjects. Accessconsciousness.com, your one-stop shop for tools to assist you in changing your life. All of life comes to us with ease, joy, and glory. Go to accessconsciousness.com to learn more. When you walk through the world truly being you, everything and everyone is invited to change. Join Dr. Dane here throughout 2016 in his unique classes on being you. Whether you've been asking for something greater, looking for a way to change your life, or longing to change the world, Dr. Dane's Being You classes crack open a world of ease, joy, and possibilities. For a list of Dr. Dane here's upcoming classes and resources on being you, go to www.beingyouclass.com. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You're tuned in to the Access Consciousness Show. To join in on today's discussion, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now back to the show. Hello, everyone. We're back or forward. And I'm here with Adriana still. You're still. I still like saying stuck with us. It's so funny to me. You are. I, they're I totally stuck. <laughs> I can't get over. I'm just like, I'm stuck on it. Uh-huh. And um, but, uh, yeah, we have another caller, so, uh, let's take Carol. Hi. Hi, Carol. Hello. Hi. Yeah, Hello. I've got a super sticky situation. Um. Bring it. A telenovela type. Ooh. Uh, unraveling of a marriage. And mm-hmm. the soon-to-be ex keeps coming in and out of the apartment because we share it, and his parents live across the hall. And... I just, I mean, I use questions, I destroy and uncreate the relationship, I send him killing energy, I just, I am stuck. So, what questions can I ask, please? Sure. And oh, when you say, before I when check you him s- off the balcony. <laughs> when you say stuck, Carol, what specifically are you stuck on? I, get, I just contract, and I have to remind myself to expand, 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 and... Um, you know, pot and puck myself and pot and puck everything that, that that brings up because literally like he's he's coming in, he's knocking on the door when I have an appointment because I'm working on people. I'm a chiropractor too, so I have clients and he's knocking on the door, even though I leave a note saying, you know, closed door equals I'm with a client. So he's really just trying to intimidate me. Uh-huh. So let and me ask you a thing. question. There's other story going on, but I don't want to get into the story because... Like I said, his parents live across the hall, and he's staying across there, but he comes in in the middle mm-hmm. of the night just to sort of, yeah, just to be there. Just to stick you. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so how, how do I unstick demons, myself? How many demons are operating here with all of this? Oh, my God. Billions. Yeah. 
So here's another Ooh. thing I find extremely helpful. Um, I almost call it like a, a protocol, if you will, that um, takes the piece that we did before around the oaths and the vows and then adds a piece around yes. demons. So are you, you're familiar with the demon clearing and access? Yes. Okay, great. So the one to go back to from when she came. Yeah, yeah. So let me show you yeah. how, how this works. So all of, so Carol, all of the oaths, vows, commitments, contracts, fealties, commealties, binding and bonding agreements of any kind that you have with your husband from any lifetime, including all the curses, hexes, damnations, condemnations, incantations, spells, sentences, vendettas, and revenges you guys have from any lifetime, including this one. Will you now revoke, rescind, recant, renounce, denounce, reclaim, destroy, and uncreate them all? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And all the demons you've ever invoked in him and he's ever invoked in you, will you now revoke, rescind, recant, renounce, denounce, reclaim, destroy, and uncreate all your oaths, vows, commitments, and agreements with them? Uh, yes, please. Right, Mom wrong, it. good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shirts, <laughs> boys, and beyonds. Now, will you send all those invoked demons back to from whence they came, never to return to either of you, your bodies, or this reality ever again? Well, yeah. Send them all. Yeah, send them all back to from whence they came, never to return to either yeah. of you, your bodies, or this reality ever again. And send them all back, back to from whence they came, came, never to return to you, I, or him, your bodies, or this reality ever again for all eternity. Okay. And you may need to keep doing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I find that a lot of times that set, adding the demon piece to it really clears yeah. up a lot of the charge. I mean, over, even for myself, I over and over again, when, I've the... done, when I've done that, it's just, it's like created a whole different space that, so even if the other person is still trying to do those things, like it doesn't ha- land on me or in my world the same way because I no lo- longer am at the effect of those demons. Right. I was just throwing yeah. daggers. I was doing everything just possible just before. And I was like, okay, what else? What else? What else? And then you forget the demon clearing. Too. Sure. Yeah. Well, the other thing is too, when you're resisting and reacting, right? Because like yes. whatever, whatever you resist persists, that's another version of being getting stuck. So if you notice yep. yourself resisting and reacting to him, that already is sticking you to him. It's aligning and agreeing yep. or resisting and reacting. Either side of that polarity will stick you. So you pock and pod all of that. And then what's beyond this polarity? Like what did, what would right. it take to get to this space of allowance or interesting point of view. Oh, look, interesting point of view. He's trying to like screw me right now. Okay, interesting point of view. Yeah, yeah. I'm reacting to that. Interesting point of view. Right, right. Thank you. Yeah, happy to help. The other thing is Thanks so um, much, guys. Yeah. Well, Go I, ahead, I just have a question about can you can you just move? Yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah, I so the thing is is that, you know, I, I'm sort of um claiming a stake because this is the only asset, the property. So if I leave, I think it affects me somehow. Well, I'd check into that. So that's why. But is, is it even, I, I would look at that and see if that's actually true. Um, and the other thing is then you can look at it and just find out, ask your lawyer or find some information about that and see if that's actually true. But how much is that property worth? Because. A lot. Okay. It's worth a lot. A lot. Okay. All right. 
Well, then, what else might be possible with it? Yeah, right? this is where you yeah. can ask questions. Yeah. Can you can you sublease it to someone else who can live in there? And then he can't walk in there the same way because they'll just call the cops on him. Um, you know, what else? Yeah, what other possibilities? Of, um, just renting out his room. <laughs> yeah, so what other possibilities do you have that you haven't considered or acknowledged? Good yeah, question. That's true. I what mean, other the other funny thing yeah. would be is if you, I mean, you know, it's wouldn't it just be funny? Like, you don't actually have to do this, but you get a restraining order, and then you <laughs> live right across the hall from his parents. So he can't, he can't. Yeah, I actually considered that, Andrew, and it's it's um, it's quite uh, difficult to get it here. You can't just okay. say, you know, he's harassing me. You have to actually use the words, I fear for my life, and you have to have some evidence. And I've looked into all that, and I've asked questions, and I'm asking questions, and I'm asking what else is possible, and... Well, I, I mean, then, yeah, then start I'm looking at that. If you know, you know, you know what's required. So it's like, well, if he's not being aggressive and violent, then okay, he's just harassing you. So what else do you have? What else? How can you use this reality to work for you? Yeah. Yeah. And how can you outcreate yeah. him? I mean, if he's really yeah, putting in all this effort yeah. to push your buttons, how can you outcreate all that? I mean, because yeah. like the clearings Adriana did are great, and there's also just kind of practical stuff in this reality. You know, it's like, well, if he's walking in during clients, that's affecting your work. And that's, you know, that's that's more than just kind of harassment. That's actually, you know, it's a different form of harassment. He's looking Warding at business, harming you. Yeah. Yes, harming you economically, which is a, a different way of looking at it. You know, so do you have any rights okay. as having a business there that aren't, you know, the same as personal harassment? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's financial abuse, too. It's other abuse, all kinds of abuse. Yeah. Yeah, and you could also, you could uh, take it one step further and look at, you know, what do you love about being abused? Like, if you're allowing this with him, like, what do you, what's your side in creating yeah. that? What do you, what, what's yeah. the value of being abused? What do you love about it? What do you hate about it? If you put more to pock and pot all that, I wonder what space that could open up for you. Great question. Thank you. And, and one more one more piece back that with that and with the resisting and reacting, this is what I tell my clients a lot. You know, people yeah. will try to bait bait you to pick up the rope in a tug of war, right? You know, and two people yeah. are pulling yeah. on a rope. Well, what happens when one person lets go of the rope? Uh yeah, yeah. That's a so great don't pick analogy. up the rope yeah. or when you notice you've got the rope in your hand, let it go. Let it go. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, thank you. You're welcome. A lot of gratitude. Thanks. Thanks for calling in. So have a good one. Okay. <laughs> thank you. Bye. 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 So we have, uh, you know, a couple more minutes until we end. Um, so if people are interested in finding more about you, Adriana, how can they do that? Do you have a website? Do you have? A- I do, yes. I have a website, adrianapopescu.org, A-D-R-I-A-N-A-P-O-P-E-S-C-U.org. I also have a facilitators page on the Access Consciousness website. Um, and I wanted to let people know that I've got, I love this topic so much, and I think there's so many deeper layers we can go to with it that I'm doing a Zoom uh, webinar on it next week, next Tuesday, March the 6th at 1 p.m. Pacific time where I am. Um, and any, it's you know open to everyone all over the world. I have some translators translating in different languages. And um, I would love to have more of you guys uh, on the call so we can really go even further with this topic. It's called Getting Unstuck from the People 
who are sticking you. And then at the end of March, on the 28th of March, I'm doing another Zoom like that at one o'clock Pacific time on freeing yourself from the influence of churches, cults, and religions. That's another place a lot of us have gotten really stuck. (sighs) Wow, yeah. It just makes me want to go... Um, so if so, and you, there's on your website, they can sign up there and find out more about this and get on. Yeah, there's and, links. Okay, from there. Mm-hmm. And I have Perfect. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you know, all that stuff too. There you are. So if you want to find out more about that, check those kind of things out. And then, um, so if you're interested in more about access and you don't know where to start or you'd like to start, um, just to let you know, Gary and Dane are doing a rewrite of the foundation class in Houston, Texas, April 6th, 6, 7, 8, 9, 6th through the 9th. There we go. It's four days, but I always think want to say it's 10th, and I know I have to subtract one. But anyways, so you can check more about that out, and you can just go to the Access website and check out Carrie and Dean's schedule, and it's there. Um, yeah, so we have like a minute or two. Anything else, you know, you want to leave them with? You want to stick them with while we go? I think to just empower people to know that it's always a choice. You know, a lot of times when you're stuck on someone or something, you know, you go into a victim mentality around it or like, I can't change it or I'm powerless over it. And that's all a lie. You're never powerless over anything. Um, You know, you, you always have a choice. Like maybe you can't control what other people are doing, but you always have a choice in terms of how you respond to it. So I'd like people to just remember that. There you go. And with that, everyone, that's our show this week on the Access Consciousness Radio Show. Next week's going to be a replay, so uh, check that out if you're interested, and we'll be live with you the following week. So thank you, everyone, for listening, and thank you for joining us, Adriana. Thank you. Bye. We appreciate you joining us this week for the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. To find out more about Access Consciousness, please visit our website, accessconsciousness.com. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, for another edition of our show with Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here. Until next time, have way more fun than you're supposed to. 